Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leapt for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the uh, microphone system has a lot of echo in it, so this is easier for me. So um, I've been kind of noticing this statue of Mary here the last few times I've been in the church. Uh, it's a little unusual for us from North America to find a very, very pregnant Mary uh, uh, sort of situated in our churches. Um, it's a lovely image, and it reminds us, I guess, certainly that this is a real thing. This pregnancy thing is real. It's not just something that's kind of an imaginary, mythical sort of thing, but, you know, blood and flesh and water and life, it's all, all kind of symbolized by that, that womb that's getting bigger and bigger on Mary uh, in this little image here. And she's, she has kind of a very peaceful manner about her. She looks like she's really at peace with her yes to God, and, and that's really lovely to remember that, that this Mary has indeed said yes to God and is at peace with that decision. The aspect of the image here of Mary being peaceful um, belies the fact that it must have been a very, very weird and strange and extremely difficult experience for, if not for her, then for everybody else. We know that from Matthew's gospel that Joseph took a while to get his head and even more his heart around what had happened to Mary. You know, he plans to divorce her quietly and kind of be done with this whole thing. Obviously, he didn't get the whole, you know, you're, um, you know, the chosen one of God to bring the Savior into the world. And it's only when a dream, an angel comes to him, kind of knocks some faith and sense and trust into him that he finally says, okay, I'm going to go ahead with this. We don't know how Anna and Joachim must have reacted. Here's their little daughter all of a sudden showing signs of pregnancy. They must have been extremely confused and, and, and you know, what happened here? You know, who snuck in? How did this happen that our little girl should suddenly find herself with child? This is not the way it's supposed to be. And even if they with a little bit of time and prayer and thought come around and saying, okay, Mary, we believe your story. We understand and we accept. We don't completely understand it, but we at least accept that God is doing something in you that is very special indeed. 
But what about when she steps outside the door of her home? What about when she goes to the, the one well in town with all the other women to get the morning's water and suddenly she realizes that, that because she's showing the first signs of pregnancy, they're walking away. They're walking away with sidelong glances and, and uh, murmurs under their breath. Because the law of Moses is very clear that if a woman has committed adultery, she is to be punished by being stoned to death. By being stoned to death. And here's Mary, not yet living with her fiancé, her new husband, already pregnant. Well, what are the people in the street supposed to think? And you can imagine her feeling, of course, that extraordinary, um, not just sadness, but, but confusion perhaps, and, and even not knowing what to do with this reality that is now part of her life. Perhaps walking back to her home with water, she, she finds the kids teasing her. You know, the little boys in the street Somebody throws a rock at her and hits her, you know, beside the head. Maybe something like that is what pushed Joachim and Anna to say, we got to get this girl out of here. You know, this, this, is, this is too much. So let's send her down to, to her cousin Elizabeth where she can be safe, if nothing else. At least for a while. At least until Joseph can get his act together. And, and bring her into his home and then, you know, quiet down the rumors. So we don't know how she got down there, but it's a long trip from Galilee down to Jerusalem where Elizabeth is living. It's a difficult journey, especially for someone that's young and pregnant. Perhaps Joseph brought her down. Perhaps her, her father and Anna, Joachim and Anna brought her down. We don't know. But the reality is that at one point then, she ends up on the threshold of Elizabeth's home. And this is where it really becomes important, as we hear in today's gospel. We, we call it the visitation in English, as they do in Spanish, but the French call it the encounter. The encounter between Mary and Elizabeth is, is deeply important for the rest of the gospel, <coughs> for the rest of the story of Jesus. Because what happens there is a meeting not just of two women, both pregnant by God's hand, but something deeper than that. It is an encounter between the old and the new. It is an encounter between the lowly from Galilee and, and the, the settled and rich and wealthy of Jerusalem. It's an encounter between someone from a distant synagogue who's only barely educated in the faith to someone who is the wife of a priest of the temple. It's an encounter between the old way, the old covenant, and what is about to spring into new life. And it's a beautiful thing what Elizabeth does for little Mary, especially after she has probably experienced a fair amount of persecution and bad talk and gossip and even rejection. She opens her arms and welcomes her in much like the father in the story of the prodigal son. Without any reservations, without any conditions, she just says, come on in. This is a beautiful thing. And, and she recognizes that the Holy Spirit, as the Holy Spirit has acted in her in giving her a child in her old age, 
So the Holy Spirit has acted in the life of Mary that she doesn't have to fear the gossip and the chisme and the rejection of her people back home. She doesn't have to wonder if she's making this up. She doesn't have to wonder if this is a fiction that she's created in her adolescent mind. Elizabeth affirms for her that what she experienced is real and that what is happening here is of the utmost importance for Israel and for her personally and for the entire world. Elizabeth acknowledges that that child in her womb is her own Lord, her own Lord. <laughs> and there's a, another encounter as well in this moment between that child in Mary's womb and the child in Elizabeth's womb who jumps for joy inside the womb at meeting Jesus for the first time his Lord, his God, the very one who later on in the story will point to Jesus and say, behold the Lamb of God. So in a sense, these important characters at the beginning of the story of the gospel remind us that this is a huge gift and that, that it is a gift that we are in a sense called to present to the world just as they did to trust that God is working here, to trust that God is alive and acting among us, that God can do impossible things, that God can bring life even out of the most desert of wombs, even out of the most youngest of children, that God is acting among us. And even more importantly, that God is taking flesh among us. So that we too in our time, especially during these coming days of the Christmas season, when it's really easy to get lost in the lights and the, the charm of the, the, the Christmas carols and the presents and the trees and all of that, to remember that at the heart of this, we join Elizabeth and baby John and Anna and Joachim and Joseph and Mary herself in proclaiming the simple message that God is here, God is among us. And we say with John, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And that is our true joy at this Christmas time that we are about to walk into. Could you hear me okay? <laughs> okay, thank you.